Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Just rap. You yeah. had to know he that. never said he wasn't going to rap, though. He just said he just not on your time as, as far as when he's going to come back with it. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you know. Then that means I don't gotta respond, and we could just leave it how it is, and that's and that's fine with me. I still hold him at a high regard. I still hold him up here, like he's still that guy. It's just I feel like you you know you can't just say anything to anybody and think it's okay. Like you know you got to show everybody that same proper respect and love. That's true. That's true. Now you know we still on Twitch, but now you know the personal party has started. But give me one second, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. If you've been smoking rock or under a rock, you now tuned into the personal party podcast. Chip, they go to whack his ad lib in the game. He love it. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying you, when you, when you, you know, what I'm saying when you keep doing something, you make niggas learn to love something. Fuck it, nah, got to deal with that. If you're gonna could, deal with me, it worked both ways. You can keep doing something, and a nigga can hate it even more. And Damn. I think that's where it's going for me. I hate it. I hate it even more. Every every time you do it, I hate it more. I'm 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 waiting for you to not do it. So I could be like, yo, why you ain't? But I don't think that'll never happen. Because you nah. want to purposely annoy me. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, That's just my way of getting at you, boss man. Facts is respect and it's principles. What does that mean? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah. But um, minus all the jargon. Yeah, fact. Fuck all that. Minus all the uh, rap responses. Yeah. I have a motherfucking legend in front of me. My nigga. Now love. look, we both got buy me buy more flowers brown uh hats <laughs> on. So I'm gonna I bought some flowers to personally give to you right here. Thank you. You're a part of the reason why I exist on the internet today. Oh my <clears throat> goodness. That's crazy. And I'm gonna say this. Um shout out to Steve, shout out to Saint, shout out to Quasi, shout out to Nakim, shout out to my GFC brothers. Mickey Facts, um, I think Fresh goes downstairs. Buzz that in. Mickey Facts, you when Mickey Facts caught his stride on the internet. Now we have twenty years, twenty plus years of friendship. Yeah. So I'm gonna get back to that, but I'm gonna I'm I'm a just bookmark it right here to say when Mickey got his stride on the internet and Mickey was smoking hot. It was a nigga from 119th between Manhattan and Morningside Avenue that was still fucking just uptown with an uptown state of mind. And when you went downtown and you got on the scene, you said, yo, come on, we out. You took me to fucking crack distributor radio. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? At the beginning, you, Theophilus, London, Curtains, yeah. myself, when you made the Freshman cover and we was in quad that night. Yeah. Me, you, Corey, Guns, and Currency. Yeah. I was the only person that wasn't on that cover, that wasn't even on the internet yet to be on that record. Yeah. You said, yo, my man getting on this. Yeah. 
So you've always paid it forward. Yeah. Yeah. So I must, I must credit you for that. And for a lot of other things. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's that right there. Now I met Mickey Fax. I want to say, uh, early 2000, 2000, the year 2000. Um, we was in motherfucking, um, Spring Street Studios. I forget the name of the studio. Yeah. It was Mark Ronson's studio. Yeah. Um, this studio had a lot of amazing artists. Yeah. Um, one of those amazing artists was uh Jay Mills. Yeah, Mills was there. I forgot Mills was there that Another night. one of those amazing artists was Vado. Vado was there. Another one of those amazing yeah. artists was Saigon. Saigon. I met Saigon there that day. You know what I mean? On top of Mark Ronson, Red Spider, Johnny Shipes, Smoke Dizza, Numbers, yeah. being in that joint. Mickey Fax came to that studio that night. Because of Omen. Because of Omen. Shout out to Omen. Omen. Omen was there. Mickey Fax came to the studio that night. And did I walk into an ambush? You walked into an ambush. Me and Numbers jumped you. <laughs> we did. Me and Numbers jumped Mick. Now, Mick, uh, unbeknownst to us, right, the nigga came in in the big boy North Face, some Pele jeans, and some Pradas, hot top joints. It was mm-hmm. flea back then. I was I, super flea. My <laughs> nigga walked in. I don't know how we got into the conversation, but. However it worked, me and numbers jumped him. <laughs> and and then Nito. and then he struck back. And he struck back and he was coming at the both of us. And it wasn't even a battle, it was an aggressive cipher. That's yes. what those would be. Yes. If it wasn't a battle, it would be aggressive ciphers. Mm-hmm. So after that, we like, oh, this nigga's an A-like. It was kind of like, you know, it was like some uh ancient samurai shit. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. We run into another nigga in the woods. He kind of he looked like us. But we don't know. But we don't know. And this nigga got glasses. Right. So back in the days, you know, niggas that wore glasses, they could either rap really good or they wasn't so good. And this nigga was exceptionally good. And we like, you know what? You down with us. Right. (laughs) And 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 from that day, we we was rocking. Um the mixtape era, the mad cipher era. Yeah. Yeah. Um and we bring it back full circle to the year 2021. Wow. Right? And I'm sitting in front of my brother that was a part of the first crop to break in on the blogs. Yeah. Rewinding back to the rock and rolling video with the cool kids. Yeah. The yeah. cool kids was on a Mountain Dew commercial at this time. Um, uh, The underground, well, I guess the the hood. We didn't. We weren't aware of what was going on, but it was a world outside of the hood. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about that time. <sighs> wow. That's a that's a crazy segue. Um. Let's go smoke. That was that was beautiful, brother. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I love you for for those words, man. I remember that day in the studio. I was like, Why did Omen, Omen bring me here <laughs> in front of this light skinned nigga? And this skinny, at the time, smoke was thin. He was a thin man. Yes, sir. I know. And, <laughs> and, you know, I had to cook both of them. <laughs> you know? But what I'll say about smoke, smoke stayed in the fight. Smoke stayed in the fight. Because he started freestyling, because I wasn't going to stop. And he started freestyling. And then after we was done, no, numbers had left. 
after we oh, was done. Numbers ran on you? Nah, numbers just went in. He room just and started recording. He yeah, we. Out. I remember. I still have the very first record that we recorded together. This is what we do. Yeah. To us yes. Anything less than that is lame to us. And that's why well, we told gonna hang, hang with us. So please don't be mad when you games with us. Yeah. Come on, I don't, I don't forget shit like that, man. That was a great record, man. Great record. Yeah, that was. And and at that moment, like I felt like this was I was a part of something when I when I did that record with with Omen and, and Dizza, and um, I held on to that like, and I treated it like family. So it was one of those situations where my doors was open to Dizza and vice versa. And I I was living in Harlem at the time. I was working at a job. I was a paralegal. I was on One Thirty Second and 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 Lennox. Mm. Had my own apartment at 19 with my, my cousin. Shout out to life. It's his birthday today, too. Today and birthday? It's, it's his birthday today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's his birthday today. Mm-hmm. You know, so we gotta do a you gotta give him a birthday shout nah, when we done with this. And let some air horns off. Shout out, happy birthday to my nigga Ant, man. Nigga that was Ant. my nigga, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. So, you know, and you know, I was watching. I was I was the biggest cheerleader for my nigga Dizza and Numbers. I, I I supported them. I went to all their shows, Color of Money, um, Respect and Nas. You know anything that Dizza and Numbers did, I begged Dizza to put me on Mad Ciphers. Begged, and Dizza and, and Dizza would tell you when I was begging him, mm-hmm. they was doing reruns and and Mad Ciphers wasn't hot, nice. and then I pulled up. And I made that shit hot again. He did though. I, I literally made that shit hot again. He did. Shout and, out to Matt Cypher. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And then when I made it hot again, everybody started doubling back, spinning the block. Um, and then after that, you know, um, you know, we I meet Saint and Steve and Quaz, and uh I put we 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 changed my whole style. I was going by Renegade at the time, slash Jack Daniels. And I used a couple of them beats at Cinematic. I took a Kanye beat. I took a I took a Scram Jones beat. I took an Alchemist beat. I was taking anything because it was open at that time. It, it was hard to kind of pinpoint where everything was. Mm-hmm. So when I met Steve St. Quaz, it was like, yo, no more DJ, no more mixtape DJs. We're going on the internet. And I was already on the internet, but I was the king of Black Planet. The Kings. Thanks. Shout out to Dutch. Didn't you meet Dutch on Black Planet? I met AV on Black Planet. Oh, shit. And AV Shout introduced to me AV. to Dutch. And then AV also introduced me to Omen. Oh, wow. So she's the connection. She's the connective tissue to everything. AV's always been the glue, though, on the low. She's the glue. Yeah, so from that, you know what I mean? Like, I met with Steve St. Quasi. It was like, no more, no more mixtapes. We going to the internet. And... We started putting stuff online when I did in search of the NERD, and I never, I never forget. It was a sh- we did some showcase, and Sean Kingston was there, and I had CDs. And Steve told me, "Don't bring no CDs because nobody cares." And he was saying that early on in 06. Imagine this. He was like, "Nobody cares. You're gonna have these CDs. Nobody's gonna buy them." And he was right. Nobody bought the CDs, but I had them, and we put that joint online, and we was. Gathering emails in 2006, so we had a we had a fan base in 2006 off of that, and we did it on MySpace, and we changed everybody's top eight to our top eight. 
I don't know if we started it, but I know when we did it, we did it big. And we, we had the classroom photo shoot. Smoke was in the classroom photo shoot. And I think at that time, Smoke was probably like, I'll just do it because it's my man. He ain't, I don't think they was on. Y'all, don't, y'all wasn't on the internet. As far as the internet nice. went with y'all, it was hip-hop game. And yeah. hip-hop game had it on Ooh. lock. And I always wanted to get on hip-hop game. I don't think I ever got on hip-hop game. Um, Shout out to hip-hop game. They used to have the comments. Like, yeah. Like the song and shit. Yeah, it was live. Yeah, it was live. And then I moved over to Flashback. You know, we we had the one we had the one out of one hundred supers. I had them drink some. Now hold on, wait, wait. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. Slow down, Biggs. My fault. Nah, sorry. Now look. Now look. Oh my man here. (laughs) Fresco on this motherfucker. You was there. You was outside. You was there. You was there. You was there. But hold on, right? So Saint Steve Qua, all pivotal people in my career. Yes, yes, yes. Right now. And in being introduced to the internet in 06, this is, I guess, Smooth Magazine era. Nah. Actually, this is Kicks Magazine. Oh, yeah, it is Smooth Magazine, and it's Lace Magazine. Lace Mag... Actually, it's Lace, but before they, before Steve and Quasi did Lace, Steve worked at Smooth. Right. So this is the time where Steve started to really discover and learn how to, you know, navigate on the internet. Right. So now we go to Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Right? In Search of the Nerds. In Search of the Nerds. Is that that's the cover that we was in a classroom and I yes. was like throwing papers yeah. and all that shit? Yeah. Now I went blindly, like you said. The same support you give was the same support for me. So when niggas said pull up, yo, pull up to the school in fucking Long Island. I think it was fucking um LIU. Mm-hmm. Pull up to LIU. Uh, we got a photo shoot going on. Mick shooting the cover of the album. I'm like bet. I pull up. That happens. In search of the nerd comes out, and I feel like everything started to change from there yep right so not only the music and the concepts right but your style yep Mm. yep so super at this time was a skateboard sneaker still a skateboard still is yeah right and i'm pretty sure you know how to skateboard but that wasn't your thing that wasn't my thing you just a fly nigga right so you you introduced super to to us i did right what was that like? Give me that. Um, we were doing the flashback cover, and and Quaz, Quaz ran up on me and was like, "Yo, there's this new company called Supra. Well, not new, but there's this company called Supra, and they got gold Supras. Put these on your feet. I gotta give Quaz the credit for that. Put these on your feet, and then we'll we'll spin the block and get you some more. But put these on your feet. He had him early because he was a stylist. Quaz was a celebrity style. He was styling for, I think, at the time, BT 106 and Park and Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. He decided to give me those joints before he gave them to Chris. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I put them on, and this is early. This is like spring 07. And when I put them on, it hit the internet, and it was a, it set a blaze. It set a blaze to the internet. And then right after that, Jay wears them. So I had him on before Jay had him in the in the Rihanna video. Because mm. niggas was looking at his feet like, what is the what what is that? But I already had I already had him on. So when Complex, shout out to Joe LaPuma, Complex did an article on on the on on the video, but he was like, you know, it's not just Jay, it's Mickey. And then niggas was like, who's Mickey? Who's Mickey Fax? So that added to it. So now not only is it the music, it's the fashion. So then we do Heaven's Fallout. 
when we do Heaven's Fallout, we start sampling worldly music. We start going to Europe and and and, and sampling their music and doing this and doing that. So I'm now I'm not even I'm not even doing regular hood rap shit. Like I separated myself completely from everybody. Niggas, when niggas found out I was renegade, niggas was like, "What?" Because that was unheard of at the time for somebody to just have this one style and then sh- go dark for like six months and then reemerge as a whole new nigga. That was all because of Saint Stephen Choirs. Like they were the masterminds behind that. Um, Cause I had I had I was fly already, but I was like European hood fly, and they was like, "Nah, we need to be streetwear." We need to be streetwear fly. So I was like, all right, bet. Steve told me quit my job. I left my job. Um, and then we we started bubbling from that moment. After we put out Heaven's Fallout, everything changed. Everything changed after Heaven's Fallout. And that was late 07, November in 07. I was homeless at the time. I wasn't, my mom's kicked me out. So I was like, I have nowhere to live. But I was like one of the hottest niggas in the streets at that point. Mm, that's crazy. Literally. So... <clears throat> Who put you on a Lamont Dolly? Which one of them niggas did that? That was Stephen Quaz. That was Stephen Quaz. Lamont Dolly was a streetwear brand out of New York City. Shout out to Kareem. Shout out to Brian Bachelor. Shout out to Manhattan. They was putting together these, this '90s like screen print flow. So it was Dominique Wilkins. It was Patrick Ewan. It was Jace. They had the Jason hoodie with the Jason face in the back. They had the Biggie joint. They with had the, the Biggie the with the with the yeah, two chains. Yeah. With the checkerboard. Mm-hmm. I wore that on the, the cover, but it was blue and black instead of red and black. Because mm-hmm. I had the military force that wasn't out yet. Shout out to Quaz again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lamont Dolly, I was, I was a part of that. And because I was doing Faces in the Crowd, my, at the time, my ex, she was best friends with Jasmine Brito, who was running it. So they put me on for free. I had on the Spike Lee jacket that they made. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things where it's like... Faces in the crowd. That's the shit on 42nd Street. Yeah, it was yeah. Faces in the Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of those joints where it was like, this nigga, it's not just the songs. This nigga's also fly. And at the time, Lupe was coming out. So it was like, it's another nigga like Lupe that's out. and 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 But this nigga from New York, so... Niggas was getting behind it day by day, week by week. And then we got to the leak. We was putting out a song every week. And and that's really what... That's what took... That's what went crazy. I mean, that's one of the things that went crazy. Because, you know, as you say the leak, it makes me think of so many other things that I'm going to get into. But hold on. I want to share a story. Right. So I remember one time you had a show in the knitting factory. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Steve gave me a call. He said, Joe, come downtown. I I want you to check this shit out. Because at this time, you know, me and Numbers, we wasn't doing the smoking Numbers thing no more. Mm-hmm. I was I was starting to venture off back into Smoke Dizzer. Right. I started at Smoke Dizzer, met Numbers, you know, we we clicked up, we did our tag team champ shit. And then, you know, during the years, life started lifing. You know right. what I mean? So now Steve is like, all right, yo, come down. Mick got this show at the Knitting Factory. I want you to, you know, check it out, see what's going on. This show, I get down to the show. The show took me back. It gave me a vibe of the wetlands. Anybody in New York City from my era, you know what I mean, that ever been to the wetlands, battled in the wetlands, whatever, just know about the wetlands, then you know it was a certain kind of energy. It's reminiscent to the energy that I get now at a Griselda show or at a Rock Marcy show or like a Royster 5-9 show. No pun intended. No, that's cool. That's the homie. But it, it, it's really just a vibe of niggas that love rap, a Mickey Fax show. Right. Niggas that love rap. So... <clears throat> I get into this shit, 
It's a bunch of niggas with Coronas and Budweiser's. And nigga, I'm coming from Harlem. So I'm like, I'm like, what the, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? You know what I mean? Steve is like, cool out. Just watch. Now it's this brother that's on stage right now. He goes by the name of Kid Cuddy. At this time, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm a fish out of water to this. Kid Cuddy's on stage. Kid Cuddy brings you on stage. He wraps his arm around you. Niggas got coronas. Niggas is kumbaya and you rap. You do what you do. And that. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Energy was so contagious. When I left, I felt like I was the one that was that wasn't in the, in the mix. Cause mm. I'm like, how am I missing this? Right. Why do I not know about this? Right. Right. And I want to say this is around this era in search, you know, before the, before the freshman cover, mm-hmm. before the leak and like right getting into the freshman cover because Cuddy was on the same cover as you. This is 2008. Yep. Right. So that cover you, Charles Hamilton, Charles Kid, Hamilton, Kid Cuddy, Corey Guns, Currency, Wale, Asheroff, Blue, B.O.B. B.O.B. Ace Hood. Ace Hood. Right. Mickey Facts. Mickey Facts. Now, Double XL has always been a big deal. Yeah. What was the process of you being chosen to be on that cover? I was the second nigga they picked. Hey, nigga, Mickey is telling niggas. <laughs> Shout Yo. out to Rob Markman. <laughs> give me, give me, give me the, give me the rundown. Who was the first nigga? Wale. Mm. Shout out to Ralph, man. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Ralph, Wale. man. Ralph Lauren. He was the first nigga they picked. I was the second nigga. Mm. And shout out to Daytuan Thomas. Shout out to Rob Markman. Daytuan came over there from, I think, King. And he was like, yo, listen, I want to do this freshman cover. And he was like, no, hell no. You're not doing no freshman cover. Because the last one didn't work. That was the one with Saigon, Pab, like all the, all the, you know. And Lupe. Lupe, yeah. all the other. They had all white on. Yeah, they I had think. all white yeah, on. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. yeah. So they was like, hell no, you're not doing that cover. That last one didn't sell at all. It was a bad look. And he was like, nah, this shit on the internet right now, this is what you're going to do. We're going to do this. And he was like, okay, we'll pick 10 artists. He's like, all right, we, we need to get Wale. We got to get Mickey Fax. Have to. I was putting out a song every week. You can't not. You, that was unheard of. So Crooked Eye, shout to Crooked Eye, he was putting out a freestyle every week. Freestyle is different from an entire song. Mm-hmm. But wasn't Currency like putting out a mixtape every month? Currency or was every, putting out a, a mixtape every, every month. month which was, you know, he's always been that way. Shout out to Kerr. Shout out to the hospital. But I was putting it out every week. So I was in your face. Every every Wednesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, I was on you. And I was in front of you. And, you know, they picked me second. Rob Markman called me on my birthday. Mm. He called me on my birthday. I never forget. I was in the park. I was in IS one thirty one school park, and he was like, "You sitting down?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yo, you gonna be on the freshman double XL cover? Don't tell nobody." Nigga, I almost passed out. <laughs> Yo, I almost passed out. I'm, that's that was a big deal, bro. Because 
It's normal now to see niggas on that cover every year. Back then, that shit wasn't normal to have niggas that their normal audience didn't know about. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is still, that magazine is still one of the best-selling covers ever on XXL. Facts. It's literally like a top 10 selling magazine for them. Obviously, anything that M and 50 was on, but we took the hearts of the the kids that was online. We snatched their hearts. And let's be clear. XXL was last to the party. They was tardy to the party. Mm. They was tardy to the party. Okay? Let me talk my shit. They They was tardy to the party. Cause I was all, I was in Fader first. Yeah, you had a you had a you was probably one of the first internet, uh, well blog ever rappers that had a spread in the Fader. I had a spread in Fader. Mm-hmm. I had a spread in URB. Mm-hmm. I had a spread in Billboard. Mm-hmm. I had a spread in Spin Magazine. Spin magazine I, yeah. I was in the I was in the table. I, my face was the table of contents in Sp- Spin Magazine. Mm. URB top hundred artists. To look out for. I was in uh, uh, Blender. Blender magazine. I was in every magazine you could think. Source. I was in, I was, uh, whatever Source was. And mind you, this was from November of 2007 all the way up until the freshman cover. I was in a magazine every month. Every time we went, me and Steve went to the, to the, to the, uh, to the newsstand, I was in a magazine. That's a fact. That's L. I used to newsstand hunt with y'all to go find. I was in Jet magazine. I was in Black Beat magazine. I was in Smooth magazine. I was in King magazine. I was in. Then when Double XL finally caught on, they was like, "All right." They put me in one. They put me in one just talking. Then they put me in the uh, show respect or whatever show that improve. show improve. And then I was on the cover. All right, so they might have been tardy to the party, but they put you on your first cover. So they put me on my first cover. So they wasn't that tardy because at least you got the cover. I was they on the cover. They never showed up to my party. They never they, showed up they, to your they, party. They, they, they blew my... Sh- they missed the invite. <laughs> they missed the invite. <laughs> so at least... So at least... You know, they was tardy to your shit. They but was they, tardy. But, but you, you had your face on the cake. I had my face on the cover. I remember going and picking... It's online. Me going and buying a magazine and showing the man who sold it to me that I was on the cover. He was shocked. He was like, oh, you come here every month anyway. So I didn't even know that's why he was buying these magazines. Hmm. That's crazy. That's a, that's different, right? So look, so you're putting out the leak before we get to the freshman cover, right? I want to ask one of the records on the leak was that the record with Travis and Drake, or was that after the cover? Yeah, that was before the cover. That was that record came out. That record came out in like April or May. Hmm. See, now I was aware of Drake from Replacement Girls with Trey Songs. A lot of people yeah, were. Yeah. O- o- seven. That was the first. O- seven. Time. That was my first introduction to Drake. Right. right? And then is he's been on other shit before that. This is before he really took his stride. I want to say, yeah, because even though he had the he had the the Trey songs record, but it didn't resonate. It didn't resonate with nobody. I loved it. I thought it was a great record. It was. A, it's an amazing record. I loved it. But it didn't resonate with the people. It got greater later though. It got greater later yeah. on. It didn't resonate with nobody. Yeah. So, Omen, he saw I was buzzing. He, it was Omen's beat. Right. It was Omen's. It was for it was Omen's, Omen's song. song. Right. It's for his "Be the Judge" album. Hmm. And he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna put you on this record with this kid named Drake. You know, help him out, whatever." And I was like, "All right." So I heard his verse and I heard his chorus, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is nuts." 
And I was already privy to him because, again, he was on MySpace. He was on Degrassi. I was already following him because of Precise. Precise put me on. Mm. And I was like, this nigga's dope. So then I put my verse down. Omen spins the block and he's like, yo, I want to get Travis from the Gym Class Heroes on. Mm. I was like, oh, that's my man. Because I had already sampled Never Fall Out. Mm. I sampled Never Fall Out. And his management company reached out to me, said, we want to put you on an official remix with Kanye West and Lil Wayne. I recorded my verse with Ye in the, in the same studio, right? So He came to talk. I listened. <laughs> so talk. Trav was in the studio with us too. So Trav was already like, Trav was bringing me out to the club, introduced me to Pete Wentz. Niggas just want me to be with Crush Management. If I sign the Crush Management, there's no Tiger. Mm. I didn't sign the Crush Management, so they picked up Tiger. Mm. But this I was wine, mixed the wine and the coconut and all up. Yep. It's that era. Yeah, it's that era. Right. So I was already so I was already cool with Trav. So I said, yo, I just called Trav and I'll let him know. I called Trav. He was like, Yeah, yeah, just give me give Omen my info. Omen took his info. Omen got him on the record. He took the middle verse. I took the last verse. Drake took the first verse. I got Drake info from Omen, me and Drake talking. He, and and I, on my son's life. After we do the record, record is hot. It's not out. He's like, yo, Mickey, I just want to be on a blog, bro. I just want to be on the blog. That's it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be on Not Right. Yeah, that was all our goals. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just want to be I, on Not that Right. Was, mm-hmm. That was my whole shit. I, I would stress Steve out. Like, yo, Steve, I'm you getting me all these other blogs. I love it. It's great. But yo, when I'm going to get on Not Right, like, I want to get on Not Right. Shout to SK. Because was dominating on I was, right at that I was the Not Right, Nick. That was the Not Right King. And I feel mm-hmm. like the, the leak, the... <laughs> <laughs> the, I was the Space King. That, the, that's what this segment's going to be called. Oh, I like that Space King. So I'm gonna name that the um, yeah. the, the the episode, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> this this the leak. I felt like lived on not right, which fed the content over there, right? So during the leak, so before I get to the leak, the segue, you take me to y'all take me to the show at the Nitton Factory. I see you with Cuddy, Cuddy, shout out to Cuddy, and Hennis, uh, uh, Coronas, Budweisers. Heineken's. Then you dropped this record, Sublime. Oh, <laughs> we go to Sublime. Right. So what what was your relationship with Cuddy and Wale during that time? Me and Cuddy's relationship was incredible before Sublime. Right. Incredible. I know. That's why I said he bought I, I watched it. I saw it with my own too, so I know. Um then me and Wale was I was trying to get Wale on a record with Pusha T at the time. Hmm. And Wale was taking forever. He was taking so long. Mind you, I sent them the record in February. It was now June, July. And when we when we from New York and we don't know how the shit move. We didn't know we had to wait so long for a feature. Mm, mm-hmm. So I was mad that he didn't lay the verse down. I was tight. I was tight. Hmm. He took the incredible verse to heart. When I was like, ask Wale, he know I'm incredible. He, he thought that was a shot, but it really wasn't a shot. It was more like, yo, these are my niggas. I said smoke It was more so it. like a cosign thing. Right. Yeah. When I did Sublime, Sublime was supposed to be me taking name flip shots at my peers, but it wasn't to, supposed to be serious. But I ain't going to lie, the second verse, the first eight bars was going at Wale. That was your control at the time. It set the it set the internet on fire, mm-hmm. and and Wale and Cuddy took the most offense to it, and so so did the cool kids a little bit. The cool kids felt the way about that as well. Um, 
And I alienated myself at that time. You were very cocky at that time. I was a different nigga. You were very mm. cocky. I was a completely... <laughs> I was a completely different. You were a real I asshole. It. You were a real it's asshole. Still late, though. Time. It's still there. I was I a completely. This nigga had got the fader. He got the fader spread right. We had, he looking at the magazine. Shit is mad quiet. And this nigga, like, I'm killing these niggas. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, like the meme where it's like <laughs> nobody. Me. Yeah, I'm yeah, killing. Yeah. That was. <laughs> that was, you was I'm, the, I'm the king of nobody. Me. Cause that's nobody said nothing. I just had to let niggas know that that's me, my nigga. You was on your Bronx shit. I was on my Bronx shit, Bronx <laughs> uptown shit, you know. And um, I listen. I was definitely the cockiest nigga you could ever meet at that time. I was out here wilding. I was dating supermodels. Mm-hmm. I had on the wildest kicks, the mm-hmm. flyest gear. I'm. At MTV, doing all types of shit. Every week, niggas is pulling me up there. I'm on the blogs. Everybody's showing love. I was cocky, and I I shouldn't have been. Rightfully so, a lot of niggas fronted on you. Everybody So you did have a reason to be cocky. And that's why... I understood it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah, niggas did shit on him. Niggas did... And and not even... When I say niggas, I'm talking about... I'm going to talk about some of my niggas. Yeah. Because it was a time where niggas was just writing you off. I felt like that was for all of us, though, because I had my era where I was written off, too. And then it, it comes to our friends, the Saints, the Steves, to be like, y'all niggas is bugging. My man is you know is who you are? Right. I, I still have those conversations with them collectively where they ask me, like, where I'm, like, so hyped about something. And then they like, what are you so excited for? Like. This is supposed to happen. Do you know who you are? Right. How many of those moments did you have? Good question, Swo. Hundreds. I had hundreds of those moments. And I think every artist has their own know-where-they-are moment. You know? I I had hundreds, bro. Like, nigga, I went to the Playboy Mansion, nigga. Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. I went to the Playboy Mansion. He's so thirsty. He's so thirsty. I went to the Playboy Mansion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 shit, nigga. We went to, we went to China. Did you meet Hefner himself? Hefner wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> He's, oh okay. Oh, you about to shit on me, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't meet Hefner. I ain't meet Hefner. world, bro. But Go nah, m- m- what's the nigga name? Uh, Bokeem Woodbine was there, though. Uh, he kept calling. <laughs> he kept calling me Mikey Fats. That was dumb tight. He had I, the facts right. Nah, he said Fats. F A T S. Fats. Mikey Fats. Mike, Mikey Fats. What up? Oh yo, get out of here, B. <laughs> and again, if he was at this joint, yeah. And then you know, again, if you at this, if you at this. This EA Sports thing, because I had did the um I had did a song called Rocker for EA Sports. Shout out to Rafaela Lima. She paid me a lot of money for that song on that on that project on Fight Night 09. So yeah. and they threw a party. Shout out to Kylie Kamek as well, at EA. They threw a party at the Playboy Mansion. They said, Yo, Mick, pull up. I pulled up. It was beautiful. Women was in there naked, but body painted. This was like before body painting was a thing. And you know, niggas went to the grotto. 
It was nice. It was it was it was nice. Shorty, one of the joints that that was naked. She was like, "Well, who are you?" I was like, "Yo, I'm Mickey Fires. I'm one of the hottest niggas out here. It's '09. It's, it know. I'm on cover double XL. Google me. This is when Google me was cool. Yeah, Google mm. me was a very good tag. Cause I would always yeah, Google me. You know what I mean? Cause niggas couldn't. You couldn't Google you, a nigga you, back you, then. Right. So it was it was Google me, nigga. Shorty, Google me. Oh, oh, okay. Can, can I get a Twitter follow? Yeah. I was like, "What's up, though?" What's up? What, what, what we doing? If you go, if you want the Twitter follow, what's up? What, what we doing? <laughs> Twitter follow. I was a I was a nasty wild nigga back then. Yeah, you was. facts. F Boogie introduced me to Twitter. Mickey Facts got me my first set of followers on Twitter. Being in the studio with him, and I had like twenty followers, and he's like, "Damn, shit is nasty." Right, look, <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Like, I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you hot real fast. Tweeted my shit, then I got you know a couple more followers. Back sounding like so, a pioneer right now. He is not sounding. This is what the nigga is. You know what I mean? What I how did. niggas? How niggas be telling me about myself? I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell him about himself because this nigga yeah, has done facts. a lot. He's done a lot for the man, Smoke mm-hmm. Dizzard. So yeah. I, the, Sean Pompey, he's done a lot for him. So, but um, I right, so bust it. After the freshman cover, you're white hot. White hot. You have a fucking Honda commercial. White hot. Right. And. Wait a second. You had a Honda commercial. <laughs> like, we just how, skipped over that. How did the Honda commercial come about? Shout out to Rich Nice. Rich Nice ran down on me and was like, yo, Honda's looking for artists to be a part of their brand. You should go down there and, and, and audition. I said, all right, cool. I go down there and I audition. I knock it out the park. They call me back for a second audition. I'm in the second audition with I'll Be Back and Sirius Jones. Shout out to I'll Be Back and Sirius Jones. Two good guys. And I'll Be Back swapping that because he was dating he was dating one of the casting directors, Erica Muse. Shout mm. out to Erica Muse and her father, Joe Muse. He was like, he was swaying up and down. Like, Don't even go in there because I'm I'm gonna get this. Like I'm dating Shorty. Like this is this is me. <laughs> oh, so he tried to spin you. He tried to spin he me. Took your confidence. Well, he tried. We nigga couldn't take your confidence. He's he's there. a slimy Bronx yeah, nigga. Tried. I'm a different type of Bronx <laughs> nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he light skinned. Yeah, he a light he a light skinned nigga. So that that was even different. Bronx and nigga. I was on the cover. Like it was like there's no way you're gonna get this from me. So I, I knocked it out the park and they picked me for the Honda commercial. And let's be clear who auditioned for that. Wale, wow. Theophilus London, Buster Rhymes, Q-Tip, Asher Roth, Charles Hamilton, Kid oh, Cudi, all crazy. these niggas auditioned for that. But Mickey gets it. I got that. Talk your shit. That was me. Now come clean. They gave you the car, they let you borrow it. They let me borrow the car, the second commercial. All right. After I made like 250, 300, they gave me the, they gave, they gave me <laughs> They gave me the they gave me the car for the spin back. The only reason the only reason why I ain't get the car the first time was because I didn't have a license. Cause we New York niggas. We New York get the license. That's the only reason why I ain't get the car the first time. And let's be clear, when we signed a deal, we signed a deal for ten thousand dollars. But because it played online so I mean played on television so much, every time you turn the TV on, I'm in your face. The residuals, not only for me being an actor in it and my music got me over 250, 300. I went to the mailbox every day. Mm. It was to the point they were sending, I had to reroute checks. I had checks coming from my acting to my house and then checks coming from the music to my mother's house. That mailbox money different, man. Them long envelopes, man. When I seen them long envelopes coming, double up long envelopes, I felt good about that. So I know the feeling. It was so many checks. It was so many checks coming in that I... 
you it, it's not how you get a check you get tons of checks and you put them in the ATM now you got to sign them joints back then and deposit it was so mm-hmm. many I was tired of signing them I signed <laughs> checks over to my mother here here, here just take this 10,000 I, I can't take it too, I'm tired of signing checks that's how many checks was coming in the mail and they spun the block pull up let's do it again and this time we're going to give you a car we're going to give you more money and we're going to give you a car as they should as they should, right? I know you got Early some. On. I know you got some shit, show. I'm gonna let you get to nah, your shit ahead. in a second, yeah, right? Right. So, all right. So, Honda commercial, white hot, independent, killing shit. Then I f- correct me if I'm wrong. Did you feel like independent? Being independent at that time, it was a ceiling that you hit. It was definitely a ceiling. All my peers was getting signed. Well, let's let's be clear. Me and me and me and Currency were the only niggas on that cover that didn't have a deal. Absolutely. Correct. And Blue. Blue didn't have a deal at the time. Everybody else on that cover had a deal. So seeing my niggas have deals and lots of money and moving around, it Felt was like tough. Was missing something. I was missing that that final piece. And then we all... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All the last of us, the three last three of us got our deals in 2010. Right. So you get your deal with Jive. Right. Now, at this time when you got your deal, the incredible song was was out. You had the uh the record with um Not Paradise. Paradise, pardon me. Excuse me. I'm thinking you Incredible because I was on Incredible. Right. And a lot of people was on Incredible. That was that was, was the that underground. Record? It was the underground of Millie. Was yeah, it was. Was that a record on the leak or was that, that was a record on the leak? Because I remember going to the studio with you, D. Dot Angeletti, Sean yep. C. and LV, and oh. he was playing all of these records. This is my first time meeting them too. Anyway, so <laughs> wow. So Paradise is out. You got Fat Joe on the record remix. The remix and Bumby and Bumby. Yeah. So at this time. You know, like I said, you white hot. I'm I'm looking at it like, okay, my man about to get the rocket booster because he did all of this shit by himself, but now he signed. Now being on the other side of that fence, because I, I me personally, I've never been on the other side of major label fence, right? Did you regret doing that deal? No. Why? If Barry Weiss doesn't leave Jive Records, Mickey Fax is probably in the same space as Big Sean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Barry Weiss was the CEO of Jive, and he started Jive. When he left to go to Def Jam, the whole label folded. Hmm. So it's not Mickey got dropped. It's not Mickey got let go. The whole label folded. Hmm. And when the label folded, if I got dropped, then Justin Timberlake got dropped. And so did Chris Brown. And so did R. Kelly. Hmm. We were label mates. RCA and Epic absolved all the artists that were on Jive. So it was either you go to Epic or you go to RCA. So I did a whole new deal and I went to RCA. So that's what happened. That's hmm. literally what happened. I was in limbo. I did the record with Marsha and Brocia in 2011. Mm-hmm. We went. I premiered it on 106 in Park. Mm-hmm. We were getting ready to go to ads for radio. I was about to be out of here. 
and then the label folded. And once the label folded, they stopped all budgets. Nobody, if you was already, if you already had ads and they spent that, that's the <clears> only time niggas was getting spins from Jive Records. After that, it turned into an RCA situation or an Epic situation, and then that's when that's when I fell apart. Right. So falling apart because um, that's that's a that it's intense the whole fall apart thing because to you got to come apart before you actually become whole again. So you fall apart as far as the limbo with the record label situations. Now at that dark time, what was what 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 was going through your mind? Like what was the whole? I was stressed, bro, because now I'm dipping into the other half of my budget. Because when you get signed, you get you get upfront money. We signed for two hundred, so I get a hundred upfront, and then I gotta pay niggas out. I gotta pay family out for getting me where I am. I gotta pay my attorney. I gotta do all of that. The other hundred thousand. It's the label holds on to do marketing. So now because I'm not putting many music out at the time, we stopped like feeding the internet, which was the dumbest thing I ever did. Now I got to figure out how to get hot again Mm. with no money. And I'm used to budgets. I'm used to emails coming in every, every hour. Yo, you want to do this? You want to do this? You got some money for it. You want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do that? You want to do this? You want to do that? And it stopped. It stopped. Everything stopped when, right before Mickey Mouse, right? Mm-hmm. Everything stopped. And I think, you know, I thank Steve all the time because he was like, yo, you need to do something to get your buzz back. And this is this is what you need to do. You need to do this Mickey Mouse shit. And that's what brought it back. That's <laughs> what spun the block back. And made niggas pull up on me. So I've had like four resurgences. I always know how to resurge. Right, right. I mean, and that's recreating and and um reinventing. Reinventing. The will. Right. So you was the first rapper on South by Southwest to have a booking agent. Shout out to Lee Lee Anderson. Anderson. Am only. Now is this when you spun the block again with Mickey Mouse, is this that? Era? Nah, this was this was oh eight when we did when we did uh when we did South by Southwest. There was only four rappers at South by Southwest. Who was those? Five rappers? rappers, five rappers: Cuddy, mm-hmm. Wale, mm-hmm. Mickey Fax, mm-hmm. and the Cool Kids. And it's funny because this is the time where y'all niggas was rocking shows with live bands and shit. Yep, and we niggas wasn't doing that. You know what I mean? Jay Z unplugged was like. That was the only thing close to us seeing some shit like that. And y'all niggas was doing live shows. With bands. With bands. I did the show, live shows with bands. I was dancing on stage. I was doing push-ups on stage. Facts. You was on your James Brown shit. Yeah. You was on your Malcolm X shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did all of that. That was me. I remember this fucking SOB show, Mickey Mouse, right? <laughs> where, where this guy was an outlandish guy at times. He know how to get a wow factor. Where you had motherfucking... Johnson and Johnson baby powder, and you acted as if you were snorting cocaine. Yeah, on the stage. Yeah, and, and, and you caught the the reaction that you wanted was the reaction you got. Yeah, your antics and drawing people in. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit that to marketing. Yeah, and and a part of the team doing marketing, you did your own marketing also. Yeah. 
Now, how do you? Come I also about brung out a naked girl in SOBs. Yeah, you did that too. Shorty stripped naked. Yeah, didn't you paint on her or some shit? Nah, like, she just stripped she just naked. Stripped it was type of shit I like. Let, let me tell you something. That was against the law. Did you La- get in trouble for that? Larry Gold was like, "Why did you do that?" I was like, "Because of Mickey Fax." Hold <laughs> that. Nobody, you're not supposed to be nude in an entertainment platform on stage ever. You're not supposed to do that. You wasn't new. She was I made new. Shorty strip naked. Oh, you made it. Dude. TMZ posted, Mickey Fax is going crazy. He's sniffing coke on stage and having women <laughs> strip naked on stage. That was me. That's me. I did that. That's me. I did that. This nigga's a wild out. Right? So, so after that- Kanye before Kanye, my nigga. Legit. Legit. They don't want to talk about that. Legit. Legit. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. You think about it. A lot, a lot of artists, Yo. a lot of artists, a lot, a lot of artists will will reach out to you on the low and tell and tell you how much you did for them on the low and how much they wanted to be like you on the low. Yeah. Now, with you knowing that, and a lot of these guys are in, are beloved artists this day. Yeah. Right, and, and that takes nothing away from them because they did the work to get to where they got to. How does it feel knowing that you inspired so many of these cats from the early? I mean, it feels good, but it's also it's also a little like I don't the people don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Everybody anybody that you've seen from 2009, actually 2008 to 2010 with the exception of the cool kids, you have to you got to Credit me, have to, have to. You just have to do it. Nah. Niggas was telling niggas. I'm not gonna say days, but niggas is telling niggas. Same. I just, I just want to be like Mickey Fax. Not at that time, yeah. I, it was a lot. It was a lot to shoot for at that time. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying the, the internet was a brand new world, and that was a way that you could be in Africa and not be in Africa. You could be in Cuba and not be in Cuba. That's like these, this is the World Wide Web. I think a lot of people, um, the values that. And doesn't you know they, take heed to how important this shit is? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. and not not to go back to that situation, but the Royce situation, right? Mm-hmm. Royce was on live with Russ Ransom and in the interview of Three Letter Man, and and Royce was trying to get Russ to diss me, and Russ was like, "I can't diss a nigga that inspired me to do everything I'm doing mm. right now." Mm. Mm. Shout out to Russ. Russ is a real one, though. I Super real Russ. one. Everybody, with the like anybody after me, because I gotta credit Soldier Soldier Boy. Like Soldier Boy, he he was a, a internet marketing genius, but he he was open. from the south and he was doing what he I what I was doing was unprecedented. Fly nigga rapping at a high level with a crazy team that everybody wanted to be down with. And with the flyest parties and the flyest girls. That was Mickey Fax. And everybody wanted to be a part of that or be like that. Everybody. You could not come downtown without reaching out to me and GFC New York. It was impossible. Mm. Impossible. It was because I was already setting the standard. We had Ye coming to our parties through Cuddy because Cuddy was from Ohio. When Cuddy came through, nobody knew who Cuddy was. Like we, we embraced Cuddy. 
He was at the babe store. We embraced him. It was like, this is our homie. We're going to show him love. We're going to get him hot. I remember when I was in Fader, and we went to a Fader party, and Cuddy was like, nah, you the man because you in Fader. I'm not in Fader. I want to be in Fader. Hmm. That was me. We had already did that. So for me, when it comes to this shit, anybody after what I did, Niggas literally copied what I did and made it better. I was the guinea pig for everybody. That's what I was about to ask. You. I was the guinea pig. The sacrificial lamb. I was the mm-hmm. sacrificial lamb for everybody to make money because niggas had niggas did not care about the internet. They thought the internet was for nerds. The hood did not care. Smoke is a prime example, and Yo, not to I say that. Fuck, yeah. I, am. I am. But he he was like the internet. Nah, I'm gonna go to. The, I'm gonna go and be on the mixtape scene. I'm. This is. And I was, this like, is where it's at. Big Mike, nigga, mm-hmm. fuck you right, he about. was with Big Mike. Mm-hmm. And we all grew up together. So like being on Big Mike, being on Clue, being on Funkmaster Flex, being on uh, uh, K-Slay, that was, that was the peak. Facts. But when that was happening, I was in China. <laughs> Facts. I was already in China. Nigga shit it on me. I nah, I don't mean I usually that. do the shit here. Nah. I yeah, usually he do the shit going. here, bro. That wasn't that wasn't a shit. That wasn't a Appreciate shit on, you, on smoke at all. I'm what I'm saying is we was thinking globally. That's a fact. We Steve was adamant on not being local. Steve O was like, you cannot be local. You have to be Mickey Fax. You are the biggest artist that niggas haven't heard of yet. And I was like, okay. Hmm. So that 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 I'm not mad. I just want niggas to get. You know what's gonna happen, smoke. This is gonna happen, smoke. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna die, and when I die, you gonna you gonna see everybody. You gonna see everybody come out the woodworks. All kind of verified niggas come out and say that nigga was the reason why I do what I do. I hmm. on my son life. That's you know, what's gonna so, happen. You know, we all we all gonna go one day. But look. I'm not even going to let you put that in the air like mm-hmm. that because that was so um, cryptic to me that I don't like it. <clears throat> and I smoke, I, feel you. I smoke a lot of weed and I'm already, I already I be sad you, and shit. But it's true. I don't need that shit. Now, I'm going to tell you this. It's true. Though. I'm going to tell you this. I feel the same way. However, we here and these niggas going to honor you right now. They're going to honor you. <laughs> and they should. These niggas going to come out the world. We're going to change that narrative right now. Niggas is not going to have to die to get the flowers on the, on the tombstone. They're going to give us the flowers right now. This is why I created this platform. I appreciate it. if niggas that. ain't going to give it to us, I'm going to make sure we and get we gotta it. we got to steal it. You feel me? Because that's how it is. At the end of the day, like you said, I was one of the niggas from the outside looking in that was like, the internet. These yeah. niggas is nerds. I, 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 right. Until I understood it and then I felt left out. And now, look, fucking... 20 years later, I'm on Twitch. I would have never thought I would be, be one on of Twitch. these niggas that care about being on the internet so much until right. I learned how to monetize. Right. The internet, everything. You now, feel me? Bro. It's, it's everything because shit, nigga, the world could shut down tomorrow. God forbid. I'm still going to eat. That's a fact. <laughs> Regard, regardless of what, I've made the most money during the pandemic from just building my own space and building my own real estate and building my own That's, IPs, as they would say. Because you're a hustler. I mean, we all hustlers. This this what we do. You've always been a hustler, Smoke, and you've always been, you know, you took the baton that I gave you and you ran with it. It's good to see my niggas do what they can do for themselves. It's a lot of niggas that didn't do that. Facts. We are, all of us are in a privileged position. Facts. We in a privileged position to live off this shit, bro. 
Like, I look at your wall, I'm like, all these niggas is living off music, P, all of us. Mm-hmm. We don't... Facts. We don't got to go, we don't got to wake up and go to work. If we got to wake up early, it's to get on a flight mm-hmm. to go to work. That's a, that's, a, that's a blessing. I don't think people really get that. That's a blessing to, if I don't feel like writing a rap today, I don't got to write a rap today. Hmm. If I want to go on vacation to, to for this month, next month, and the following, I can do that. It's a choice. And I feel like us as artists, we need to 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 realize that we are huh, we are really blessed to yeah, be blessed in the privileged in the privileged privilege position. position. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I I'm sorry. Nah, so I'm good, so sorry. So I'm gonna good. I'm gonna let it's you so do good. your thing. Go I'm ahead, I'm so sorry. Because I'm ready but, to talk I, to this. I, I know you are. I know you are, but but wait, I got I got Because I gotta tell him something. Wait, I got a little more, I got a little bit more ground. I, I got a, I got a little more ground to cover. So we talking about this internet thing. It was a time the Ustream era was the shit. And it's so funny. Everything ties always ties back full circle. Especially in the music business. So, you're on Ustream. You at Rock the Bells. Yeah. I can't correct me when I'm wrong, because I could have the series of events wrong. So you're on Ustream live from the show. Joe comes in your room. I'm in Joe's room. You're in Joe's. There you go. Exactly. Correct me when I'm because this series of events. You're you're in Joe's room on the computer. How the fuck did it escalate to whatever it escalated to? Because I I I'm like I remember, but I don't remember at the same time. Like what what was the provoke? Oh, the Method Man top fifty list. Top fifty list. <laughs> That's what it was. I gotta refresh my own memory it just was, to as it goes. It was the Method Man top fifty list. Him and Meth spoke. I think Inspector Deck says something. Shout out to Deck. Shout out to Inspector Deck. I'm going to be on his new album coming out. Um, Joe says something about Deck because Deck says something. And then Joe apologized a week later with Meth and with Deck. Right. Raekwon didn't see that apology. Mm. So he had to pull a, a mafia move. And, oh, that's know, how that shit went down. That's how it went down. And he ran down on niggas. And it was just so funny because you was in the room. I was and, in the room. And I was just, I was laughing hysterically. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> a funny nigga, bro. I that's still a, laugh at it today. That's my nigga. Because it was fucking hilarious. I'm like, what the fuck is Mick doing <clears throat> in the room while this is going down? And this shit is live on Ustream. Like, niggas couldn't even end the feed. Like, the bee, the killer bees rushed the room. It was hot it as w- hell in LA. <laughs> let's let's give some context. No. I had just flew in from Tokyo, Japan. Talk. <laughs> right? I had just got off stage and I was hot boiling hot while a Honda executives was watching me perform. Mm-hmm. I go in the room because Joe had AC. <laughs> and it just so happens that I'm in the room when Raekwon walk in the room. That's what really happened. That's why I was in the room because it was hot. If it was a nice, calm breeze day, I wouldn't have been in that room. So Joe had AC. That's what brought you there. Joe had the AC. You should have stayed hot, nigga. You should have got the fan where you was at. You act like you were in front of you. You should have had the fan where you was at, and then that would have been that. But that was whatever. So history, hip hop history. This hip, yeah, hip hop history. So, so right. So now. All of these things are done. I'm gonna fast forward because it was so. You went on tour with Lupe, which was an amazing feat. Yeah. Me knowing you because at the beginning you and Lupe were Ken and Ryu on opposite sides, didn't even right. know each other, right. and you had a lot of admiration for Lupe, right? Still do, yes. And the fact that 
it double back and he has that same admiration for you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. That is a proud, that's full circle. It's a proud moment as a friend Thank to you. watch that because I know how you feel about that. Right. Right. Thank you. What was it like touring and working with Lupe Fiasco? It didn't really hit me until like the end of the tour. Cause when we was going on, when we was on the road, like he was already like over it. He had did at the, when I came on the tour, it was a 45 city tour. When I came at the tail end of the tour, it was like maybe 17 dates left. When I pulled up, the nigga was mad pumped. He was like, oh, this nigga's here. Oh shit. And you know, at the time, this is 2013, we both on Y3 heavy, heavy. So he had on his Y3, I had on my Y3. He was like, yo, yo, we gonna freestyle tonight. Yo, you here, you here, you here. We gotta, we gotta do this the right way. So he changed his whole set for me to, and mind you, he was on the road with Stiley, D1, uh, some, I forgot the other nigga name that was on the road. When I came on that road, we started freestyling every night after I did my set. I had a 20 minute set right before Stiley. And then when he do his set, I would come out and freestyle with him. Mm. Every time, and then there was times when I would perform, and he would come out and perf- and perform with me when I perform. He wouldn't do that with nobody else. Fire, you know what fire, I'm saying? Fire. And it was just like, you know, I was making tons and tons of money on merch, but it, I didn't get it until it was, the tour was almost over, and I was like, damn, this nigga's a superstar for real. Like every city we went to, it was sold out. Two thousand people, three thousand people, every city. To this day, he what just did fun. Alaska. It was 2,500 2, people. He was calling me like... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Hey, yo, you want to pull up? I was like, I'm not going to Alaska. I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Right. But, but, you know, that's a nigga that I could call... And vice versa, and he be. We won't even have to talk about rap. Mm. You know, last time I spoke to him, he had dropped the disc going at Royce, but I called Steve him. Jobs. Mm-hmm. That's me, right? I'm the this. I'm the king of. I called him. I didn't call him to talk about Steve Jobs. I called him because this kosher restaurant in, in in Atlanta named the chicken sandwich after me. Yo, he's talking. <laughs> so it was like. I wanted him to know that because he always make fun of me for eating kosher. I was like, well, they named a chicken sandwich after me. So when you pull up, I got you. That's the type of shit we be on. We be on that type of shit. That's my man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. That's fire because y'all both two rapping ass niggas. Now, you know, we was on Twitch before, just before I started taping. And it's, it's going to be a lot of people that didn't, that wasn't privy to our conversation beforehand. That's, that's on now. That's tuned in. Right. So, you know, you mentioned... For one, this is a friendly, uh, friendly banter amongst lyricists. This is not to be taken literal like niggas is dissing niggas and niggas is and this is just friendly, auto. You know, niggas is sparring. It's not that friendly though. It's not that friendly, but it is friendly because it, it does. It's, no, 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 no. When I say friendly, it's not. It's not an aggressive space. If these yeah, niggas see each other, it's nah, not going to be love. real smoke. Right. It's, it's not love. real smoke. It's not real You feel exercise. me? I'm saying it's lyrical exercise. Yeah. It's niggas going, it's LeBron going against KD, KD going against fucking Jason Tate, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, Lupe and Royce have this podcast together on, on, it was a podcast. Say what media? Right. Out and out of nowhere it ends abruptly. I don't know. I don't know how 
what happened, what was said. All I know, niggas just started sending rhymes at each other, right? And then I heard Steve Jobs, love it. I heard Royce's joint, loved it. Royce said your name. Now, you were on, you said before you were the mediator between all of this. For one, you didn't need to be the mediator. You injected yourself. You knew what you was doing. Said Boogie Man. I did you not knew in- what you was doing. I'm not sitting here for that. That's not what I was doing. I literally wanted to be a part of a conversation about lyricism and who's the best. Okay. I like that. I'm not I Good answer. Good I'm answer. not injecting myself into nothing. I, I wanted to I felt like the fans and the people needed to hear about lyricism. We as rappers don't talk to each other. We talk to each other via text. I'll text Smoke if he do something fire. Yo, that shit is fire what you did, bro. This mm-hmm. is, He'll text me. Yo, this shit is crazy what you did. But we won't do it in public. I see nothing wrong with us addressing an issue in public, laughing about it, and then having a, a positive dialogue about lyricism in public. I see nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. I see <clears throat> nothing wrong with that. And I brought Ransom... With Lupe together and RJ Payne with Mickey Fax together. Like, that was something that I curated and I helped put together. And I'm not gonna apologize for that. I think that me injecting, I don't, I don't like that word injecting. It sounds too much like the vaccine. Yeah. Nigga said you, <laughs> you vaxxed yourself into it. Niggas, yeah. But, 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 all right. So, bust it. All right. So, bad. With that being said, Royce makes this record. He says your name in a way you don't want it to be said. He said my name twice and I was okay with it. Okay, so what made you do Wraith? I did Wraith because I asked him on the live, was this son, this bar about son and son, holding a son and where you holding your sonships, was that about my, me and my son? Because <laughs> Lupe ain't got no son. Mm-hmm. Is it about me and my son? He said, when I wrote it, it wasn't about it. But you know what? You could take that bar. You Tattoo it on yourself and wear it. <laughs> In front of 3,000 people. So I said, he did say that. I said, okay, cool. So now, now I'm at. He said, check all the boxes. No, he didn't get there to that point yet. I'm at angry level thirty. Okay. Scale of one to one hundred. I'm okay. at angry at level 30. thirty. Then he starts to check in the boxes. Shit. Then you get to ninety. No, I'm at sixty five. Okay. Talk. Then Joe gets on, and when Joe gets on, the live go from three thousand to nine thousand. So now you got 9,000 people who don't know who the, who the hell I am, right? Not 9,000, but about 5,000 people who don't know who I am. And Joe and Royce is being disparaging to me. Y'all can do that on a on a three-way call with me because we all cool. You, y'all can go at me all day long on the call, but you take it to the public and you, you, you talk down on me and talk down on my accomplishments and you talk down on what I've contributed to the culture. You talk down on me as a lyricist and who I've worked with and in, in a negative fashion, whether it's joking or whether it's serious or whether it's sarcasm, I took offense to that. All right, now hold on. <clears throat> Very rightfully so, you should take offense to it. But you did this joke. And he did, you dissed him four years ago. I dissed Joe because he told me to. I dissed Joe because Joe was bullying Drake. Drake, he put out, <laughs> Drake, see, not, you not vaxxed yourself again. No, wait a second. You vaxxed yourself again. Drake, he was bullying Drake. Drake put out, he put out four diss songs to Drake. And I, I, I didn't even tag Joe in the, in the, in the tweet. But what on I YouTube said, it wait, says Joe Button's diss. What I wait, Smoke, what I said was, 
Joe. I didn't even tag him in the tweet, Smoke. I said, Joe, what you're doing right now is bullying. He's not going to respond. You won already. Leave him alone. That's what I said. Joe responds. Mickey Fax got something to say about what, I, what I'm doing when he talking about all of this, when all he need to do is get in the booth and rap. Come at me. So, me and my cuckoo Bronx fucking self, I have a, I'm headlining a festival in Ohio. As I'm rapping, I'm putting bars together in my head. I called not, sent me a beat, laid the shit down, put it out the next day. I didn't think nothing of it. That's why I diss Joe. I didn't just diss Joe randomly. It was no purpose for me to diss Joe. The nigga said, you want to talk about this? You didn't help me when I needed the help most with the Raekwon shit. That's why, he, that's why mm-hmm. he coming for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said the stream shit and, and I let into that. Because you ain't no motherfucking victim. And I you be here <laughs> starting a lot of shit I too, nigga. How did I start? You ain't low, nigga. You my man for 20 years and you talking some bullshit. I didn't start nothing with that nigga. Right. I didn't start. He started with me. If I make a tweet about some shit and I don't act you, why do you feel the need to say, come back at me and rap? Because when I'm a crazy nigga that'll rap. Right, because he didn't really. You know ex- I'm a rap. I know you are, but he didn't really. You want my phone? He didn't really expect that because. Then don't I, say it. But but look, Mick, I want to say I don't this. expect a white, a white nerd to shoot me if I say some crazy shit to him. I'm not going to say it to him. That, don't say it to me because I'm a rap. Okay, un- understood. Now, look. That's for shout, anybody. Shout, shout out to Joe. Which one is my main cameras? Shout out to Joe Button. I want to say something. A part of the reason I'm parting right now was from a conversation I had with Joe. That he told me just do it. Just don't look for the money. Don't look for anything. Just do it. So right now, I'm on Joe Button defense for two seconds. Oh no, nah, we not. We not. We not here for that. Mickey motherfucking facts. We not here for that. Jack Daniels. We not here for that. Renegade. Alright, when you start rapping and you start doing that crazy shit, you motherfucking renegade. You're he, that nigga. He told me to come at him. He smoke. he told you that on Twitter. And, he didn't and, rap. He didn't say your name in no raps. Now, bust it. Busted, matter. That was four years ago. I, I believe he was part of it. He wasn't even a a a a current. He wasn't even rapping like. He Every was still, day. He was still rapping. He was pardoned. So now, he where do you want him to come at? He wasn't where do you pardoned. want him to diss you? He wasn't the pardoned. Only, the only place he could get you right now. It's on the JBP network, and they have 15 minutes dedicated to you I, this I, week. I didn't say Joe Budden name on the disc. Why are we talking about Joe Budden? I because that, you dissed him already. Because you, you told me the that other was, day, you said... That was four years said, ago. You said, yeah, I dissed that nigga too, nigga. That and was the, four and, years and if ago. Crook, if Crooked come out, nigga, then there's going to be three slaughterhouse because niggas I kill. The, and that's what you said, nigga. I said that verbatim. But the reason why I said that was because Royce made a, a video saying, Goat got rap a friend too. Goat got So in my mind... The only rapping ass nigga that's over there is the great Crooked Eye. So it's like, I I might have to see Crooked now. Do I want to see? No, that's a that's the LA version of me. He going not stop. That nigga is ultra nice, and I know what kind of problems that is. So if me saying that to you is saying that because this nigga is never gonna stop. He's that crazy like me. So I've got it. Uh, in my mind, I thought that's what Joe was saying. I'm going to bring my rap. Because I know M ain't stepping out. If M step out, I beat the game. I'm taking my quarters and I'm going home. So it ain't M. If M step out, I beat the game. 
Yeah, you beat the game if M step out. But he's not. He's not going to step out. He's not stepping so out. So in my mind, it's like the only nigga that's super cool with Royce on this type of time that's going to rap is Crooked. So that's why I said Crooked Somebody name. told me Crooked sent out a tweet today. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody mm. on Twitch in my, in my comments right now. Crooked said something along the lines as, I'm waiting for Slaughterhouse to hit me. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if you about... Look, man, I don't know what's what, man, but I know I you you be you be rapping a lot and you be talking a lot of shit, man. And niggas don't like that shit. I mean, listen, I'm a rapper. Oh. Alright, look, speaking of rapping, right? And I, and I, l- let me say this before you get into your question. Right. If Slaughterhouse come together because they they trying to say it's not because of this energy that me and Lou brought, but if they get back together when they couldn't get when they couldn't do it themselves and when they and when the, the labels couldn't do it, when M couldn't do it, when when I guess fifty whoever but if me and Lou, the nerds, did it, thank me. Mm. Buy me more flowers. <laughs> Buy more flowers. Buy, they trying to spin it that it's not about us. But y'all wasn't having that. I, 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 you know what? I think Joel and I think Crooked was campaigning for this. I think they were campaigning to get back together. I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. But I know for a fact Joe is not on that time. And I think Royce is, 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 is he's Do relaxing. Do you know for a fact Joe's not on the time? I don't time? think, I, I think at the time before me dropping his disc, Joe was, doesn't care about rapping. I don't think he cares about it as a primary, but I, he's a rapper. like you. Yeah, he's a rapper. And I think this is exciting <clears throat> him. So if they do get back to the, together, thank me. Damn, Buy me more flowers. You might have just fucked it up, man. They might not come back just because you said that. Well, you know what? Then Yo, still thank talking. me. Yeah, he, still yeah. thank me. All right, anyway. They having the talks now. Now look, the 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 resurgence of Mickey Fax, right? Cause like I said, Mickey Fax is my version of Cactus Jack Mick Foley in my life. He's three different niggas. He's Mickey Fax, he's Jack Daniels, and he's Renegade. And I'm gonna get into a Renegade moment, full circle, that came about, I wanna say 2018, 2017. I never would have thought after every all the feats and all the accolades that you had, that you would even consider battling. Mm-hmm. And when I say not just, you know, yeah, I'ma just do this little battle over here, like you went into the to the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was equivalent to a nigga leaving WWE and going to go fight UFC. Yeah. That was Kurt Angle leaving WWE and going to Ultimate Fighting. Right. Right. And 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 you went over there and at first, I'm like, what is he doing? I think I text you like you like You alright? You alright? Like and you like, yo, look, man, I got something to prove. I want to rap. I feel like rapping. Ah, nigga, you know, what, you know what we do. You know what I do. This is what we doing. You battle Daylight. Mm, battle daylight, daylight is Daylight is one of the top That's guys. That's what I wanted to get into. Um, I, love, I love Daylight. I actually love the battle culture because you know I come from that, too. You come from that. But I, I don't mind. My, my skin isn't as thick, thick as yours, Pause to, to step in the circle like how you did. Right. I ain't going to hold you. I'm not even... <laughs> Forget about it, right. but but you stood toe to toe with daylight, and you Steph Curry them. Yeah, yo, out of nowhere, brother. They try to sweep it under the rug. He don't sweep nah, it under the, no rug. under the rug. He you don't sweep it re- under. You you made him rethink things. They they, they try to sweep it under the, that culture. They like nice that culture. They nice try to act nice, like nice, they nice. that culture. It, it, it's it's something that's added to it because he didn't quote unquote rap. Same thing with Joe. He ain't rap. And same thing with Royce. He ain't rap. So, like, they try to sweep it under the rug, but I put hands and feet on Daylight. 
Yo, he, hey, he's, still, he's, still he's on his Bronx he's, shit. He's, he's still talking. He's spicy. on his Bronx. Now I go hold you. You did though. It's for the world to see. Um, if you want Mickey Fax versus Daylight, go to uh, YouTube. Go check that out. Would you ever do that again? Would you give him a rematch? No, I wouldn't give him a rematch. Um, but I do want to do one more for RBE, and then I'm done. All right, now look, I'll be a sucker if I ain't mention this. Okay. The DNA nigga, mm-hmm. they, gave, they, they was giving it to the DNA nigga. They was giving it to the DNA nigga. And I ain't going to hold you one round. Second I round. could give you one round. That second he round. He smacked you up one round. He smacked me up in that second round. I ain't going to hold you. He smacked me up in that second round. He smacked round. you up in that And I didn't even. It was bad. I didn't even expect that to happen because, you know, I'm pro Mickey Facts at the end of the day. But I'd be a bitch ass nigga if I didn't say the DNA nigga, he kicked your ass in that second round. Now, he, he got. Now, he, he did. He now, did. I don't know if he won the battle. I'm not going to go as to say that. But what I will say is that was a very good competitive battle. And you usually being an aggressor. How did it feel being on defense? I was in a room full of full of homies that was homies with him. So if I got niggas behind me that's not going crazy, like he got homies behind him going crazy, it's, the optics of it is going to be different. But ain't nothing. People keep saying I never heard Mickey spit like this on the on the Royce disc. I did it with Daylight and I did it with DNA. Same thing. And Same I did thing. it with Danger Zone. I did all of that. I did it. And... It's just that they were going crazy for this nigga. I was watching it today, actually. And I was like, these niggas is really going crazy off of everything he says. And when I rap, it's... That's all you hear. You don't hear... And I know I'm saying wild shit because I always say wild shit. I've been saying wild shit for 20 years. So if niggas is not going crazy there... It's one-sided. You think it's one-sided. And then when you look at the comments, the newest comments, niggas Mm -hmm. is like, Mickey won. Hmm. If you look at all of the newest comments, Mickey won. I got to yeah, watch that again. DNA won the second round. I give him that second round. He didn't outwrap me in that first round. In that third <laughs> round, he was talking about himself and his accolades in the culture. So the culture is always going to go with the culture because this is what they do. That's right. I broke that what, man down and I told him who told on the nigga, which was Clip. Shout to Charlie. It was Charlie. What you want me to do? Now, Charlie go back with us 20 plus ago. He's, Charlie, he's me from, and we go back twenty go, years. Yeah, he goes back from our from our era. So from our era, that that makes sense. Now, <clears throat> with that being said, <clears throat> you 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 thirty day, you you know it's questionable with you and DNA, right? Right. But you won't give him a rematch. But would you do a part two against DNA? Nah. All right, so I so you standing tall on both, so I respect it because I was about to say, if you took that, then it feel like you just want some get back, so it might be a doubt in your mind. But you said no, so that means you you're comfortable with whatever it is. So this this next potential, pretentious. I know you're not. You're probably working on it already because when you plant seeds, they norm they usually grow. So yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's probably something being spoken about. <clears throat> that, that RBE battle, like who you got, you don't have to save the person. You can give me no, three I, people. I, I, who I, you got in mind? I like, mean, I, I, do? the only person I really had in mind was Iron Solomon. Shout out to Iron, Iron Solomon. Solomon. You know, I seen Iron Solomon on my Insta. I gotta hit Iron Solomon. Hit him. Now. You why why why, why Iron Solomon? Iron Solomon is a legend. He is. We were scared of that nigga until until Murder Moop. Yeah, until Murder until, uh, yeah. Not even we was yeah yeah until yeah, Murder Moop. Until Murder Moop. Until Moop. Yeah. Niggas was scared of that nigga. Mm-hmm. For from 03 to like 0, 03 to twenty twelve, 
Niggas was scared. He was Eminem in the game, for real. Is he still going right now, Iron Saw? He, he has, still battling? The last time he battled was the last time I battled. We battled okay. on the same card. Okay, so it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair judgment fair, of fair judgment of a battle. I would love to take him. That that. I ain't solid. Oh, I told you. Oh, I knew so. Oh, hey yo, oh, plug, plug, plug him in. Pause. Um, go live with him right now. Go live with Iron Solomon. That's, Let's pull this he, Oh shit! I, I would do that, but it, and it wouldn't be personal. I respect and admire him so much. Like you know, niggas were scared of him. B, they were scared of that man for a long time. Let me. You got him in. Let me know when he's in. Oh, that's the okay. only. Okay, yeah. Iron Solomon is tapped in. Hold on, let me reverse my camera. Hey, yo, Iron, what's up, bro? All is well, man. Hold on, let me let me get you on this joint. I'm currently podcasting live with our brother Mickey Fax. Also, all right. Also, fucking um, I'm trying to fucking get you tapped in on this. What I got to do it on my phone? Hold on, one second, one second. One, actually, now it's gonna fuck up my it's gonna fuck up my live if I do that. Nah, all right. Give me one second. All right, hold on. Let me get you on the Bluetooth for real. Hold on. Get Iron Solomon plugged in. All right, cool. Now we here. Now we here. Iron, you still here? I can hear him. It's cool. You can hear him? Yeah, it's cool. it's cool. Yo, Mickey said if he was to come out to do RBE, he said the person he wants to go against is the great Iron Solomon. <laughs> right. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. to gaslight this I, I kind of want to see it now that I heard it you know what I mean and also brother you know what I mean I gotta have you up here we do for a conversation you know what I mean and and look talk 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 to talk to you hey brother. yo what's up brother I'm good man listen you know you know it's it's love on our side I know we spoke about this in 2018 2019 um 
it's no no it's not no personal thing between me and you. it's it's a high high level of respect for what you do and like i told Dizza, we were scared of you we were scared of what you was doing downtown I saw you when you was in wetlands. I saw you in these CBGBs. I saw you in these streets. I saw it. So it's a respect level. It's not. It's not like I'm gonna be digging deep and I'm calling people. Nah. It's more like this guy is 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 one of us. He's an elite lyricist. And if I'm a if I'm a go against somebody, it gotta be either. I want to be that, but he 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 talking this URL stuff and and love the Beasley smack Chico, but I, I I gave my word to ARP that my last one would be with Iron, oh well, not with Iron, but with them, and I don't care how long it takes. If you say Mickey, you know what? I need to take two venomous ones, and it's 2024. The the moment I get the phone call, I want it to be like a rum nitty Iron kind of thing. That's what I want. And it's love for you, brother. You know that. You you out of anybody know that. No, all the way, brother. Right. So that that's that's what I had to say. Yeah, let that let you gas it, man. Hey yo, hey yo, cause the nigga trying to bait you, bro. He baiting you, bro. He baiting you. He baiting you. He's ready. He got he got something ready. But look, brother, thank you for checking in. Hang out a little bit. I'm definitely, you know what I mean? I'm about to yo, follow him on my joint. And we gonna connect. I'm gonna send you my math, and we gonna keep it going. Shout out to up north trips, man. F Boogie, that's my brother. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck do you? Look, that's a whole nother story. Dan Chan is the goat. Hey yo, look, 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 look. Look, current, 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 currently, currently. Denton, Denton is a brother of mine. Don't and, do and, and me and me and him have have some type of smoke right now. Oh yeah, it's oh, big smoke. We, we got some type smoke. of we got some type of smoke it's right now. But I, but I love it's like Funko. It's big smoke. <laughs> it be it be like that. It be like that. But it's brotherly smoke. It, it, uh-huh. it be like that. Now it wasn't brotherly smoke right, for not, a minute. I, I had to. Smoke. I was a little emotional. Oh but man. then but then yeah, it's crazy that you grew up with him because that's that's somebody I grew up with also. This nigga Dennis, man. Dennis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dennis. Yeah, yeah. This. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Shout out to Den Diddy. But yo, brother, thank you for checking in, man. We going I'm gonna get at you soon. My brother. Yup, yup, love. Here, here, Rich. Keep keep the keep the love going. Hold on. That Den 10 shit got you hot right now. Nah, it don't got me hot. At the end of the day, that's my brother. So when a nigga heckle. And a nigga feels some type of way, and we got our history, and it is, and you know, I, I gaslight a lot of shit too. Nigga, me and you, the but same I, but at the but at the end of the day, ain't nothing really that serious, cause I'm a real nigga. Niggas is real niggas. Ain't got no time for none of that shit. But bust it. We got 15 minutes. You got 15 minutes before you get this nigga. What are you, your own manager? This nigga, you got 15 minutes. You could have texted me that. Look, Sorry. look, look, look. We have this segment. We got two segments on this show. Let's do it. Oh my God, Curve it! It's my son. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, I, I'm gonna get at him and say, right. So we got one of these segments on our show called Shoot the Five or Show. Okay. Now, 
basically show asks you five questions and you think of the first thing that comes to mind when you hear these not questions names shoot the five lupe fiasco brother jada kiss top five dead or alive nas escobar season Royce the five nine. The homie. Mickey Fax. The Space King. Talk your shit, man. <laughs> I oh, got one wow. last one. Big Daddy Kane. Oh, my inspiration. My inspiration. I wouldn't be here without Kane. When you change when you change your name to Fax, Mickey. 2006. I don't think you made facts up, Mickey. I think that's mine, Mickey. Here we go. You think that's whose? That's mine. I was saying facts at the end of my verses in 2006, 2007, 2008. Facts. I think I, I, think, I think I was. You know what? You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, who the fuck this nigga think he is? Yo, bro. I you put can this have it. That, That's big facts right there. I got to give it to him. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm that's gonna, me. I'm gonna, you know, I, don't I you dare! Facts. Don't you dare take all this lineage from this conversation to listen, inject man, your listen, fucking man, Broadway listen, bullshit man. inside listen, of stealing man. some I, I, shit that I, 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 don't belong to listen, you. Listen, man, I'm here too. Yeah, you, you just you, got you, here. You here too? You, you he, just got he here. He definitely just got you here. A couple months let's, fresh, let's, nigga. Let's let's give my man his last this nigga, fifteen. Man. Give him the last fifteen, though, because <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to my. I know this is a flowers thing, and I was hoping uh, we could do three o'clock to five thirty. But I I, I want to hear what Show got to say because I'm a fan of Show. I text Smoke like, yo, this is the horniest nigga. This yo. the horniest nigga I ever met in my life. Yo, this yo, nigga yo, always yeah, trying to beat on a joke. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Let's have a conversation. Okay, so I it's up to you. Let me, you, you just you just got hot on me. One man. second, y'all. Let me play this little stupid music. Oh, we going into porn star of the week. Oh, this whole segment gonna be porn star of the week. That's what he. That's yeah, what so he said, yo, but check, check this out. Yeah, you just shitted on me with the Playboy Mansion shit. Yeah, I've been there. And your name is Mickey Fax, and you know what I'm saying. I, I used to, I call myself the Big Fact, man. You know what I'm saying, but right, you, 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 oh, you, 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 you got it. I got it. I ain't gonna hold you. Thank you. you know I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm gonna give it to you, let's, my brother. Let's talk the talk, though. I'm here let's for the talk. talk. All right, let's talk the talk because you got a porn star of the week. <laughs> Too lurking. Dude. My porn star of the week. Do you have a home? Because do you have him? Because you talking like I had a porn star of the week, but we gonna go with you and we could just talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the big horn dog. You're not taking that from me. I'm not. I don't want that title at, oh, at all. Yeah, yeah, let me get that. <laughs> you got I'm, it. I'm the big sleeves back. Right as yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's me and Peter Guns. Okay, that's the big homie. I accept it. All right, all right, all right. So this nigga well, just put himself in Peter Guns. Yeah, yeah Peter Guns, that nigga, man. You, you, you know, shout I out the guns. The, I fucks with all the homies, like you know what I'm saying. Peter Guns, Max B. There's a couple of niggas out there, man. I fuck with. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Marcus. Before you know, what I'm saying the whole syphilis thing and all that. But it's a couple of niggas. Listen, man. Stay on topic, man. slime. We on topic. We on porn stars here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But listen, right. I, I said before the shit, he was the man. You know what right, I'm cool, saying? Cool, but cool. what we doing right here? Mickey, right. What we doing, Mickey? My porn star of the week is the homie, Jasmine Cashmere. Jasmine fucking Cashmere. Now look, Jasmine, Miss Jasmine. I done winked off to you about Mrs. Jasmine. Mrs. Jasmine. What's up? What you want to know? 
You want to know the real? Yeah, talk to me. I'm the reason she don't do porn no more. Why is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm the reason she don't do porn no more. Why is that, brother? Jasmine Cashmere used to DM me. Not DM me. She used to uh, message me on IM all the time. We used to talk all the time. All right. Hold on. What are we getting with this? Because you're making me... What are we getting with this? Listen, I told this. I said, this nigga might swing on me. Nah, don't nah, swing nah, on nah, me. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not, not going to swing on you, brother. I ain't going to swing. I took it. Listen. I, you see, you see my, you've seen this. You've seen the lean back. Listen, listen, listen. you seen the lean back? Yeah. Did you, did you the lean the back? The lean back is did usually when it... The posture, that's Mickey. the usually... I'm calm until you say some wild nah, shit nah, and I'm going to nah, hook nah. off. I, I, I ain't going to swing on you, Mickey. Listen. I just gave you big facts. Now, listen, Jasmine. What you about to take from me? Listen, ja- Jasmine used to D, not DM me. She used to uh, send messages to me on AIM. We used to talk all the time. And she was like, Jealous. look. Go ahead. She, this was 09. This song came out in April. April of 2008. She was like, yo, I just came across, you know, one of your songs, Automatic. You know that song. Automatic. That was Automatic. my <laughs> Automatic. I performed, I performed that song in front of L.A. Reed, by the way. He said it was a hit record. Anyway, so <laughs> and it was on the Honda commercial, the second one. Oh, but wow. that's that's neither here nor there. So Jasmine Cashmere reaches out to me like, yo, this song is beautiful. After hearing this song, I don't want to do porn no more. <laughs> I don't want to do porn no more. Her last scene was two thousand nine. She listened to this thing before. Jasmine Cashmere's last scene was two thousand nine. Why you told me that? Cause I'm him. Facts. Oh, <laughs> that's the hard. <laughs> hey, Dizzy, that was hard. That's, that, that, that's my voice, though. Oh, but, it's, but you shitted on me. Tag so team. Paid the big bucks. <laughs> that's why they pay you the big bucks. This is Pompeii. The city of Pompeii. I'm gonna change your day from smoke the city of Pompeii. Already. That's the lineage of that. That's the lineage of that. I wrote a blog on it in 2009 on Tumblr. If you Google it, you can pull it up. That's me. That's me. Now, am I happy she quit? I don't know about all that. But, you know, I'm happy that she's married and she's happy. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, something. she was going through it at that time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she was like, yo, this this automatic record, I love it. And, you know, and mind you, again, like I said, it came out in April of 08. She was hitting me in 09 saying, yo, this shit, I don't want to do porn no more. Yo, but shout out to her though for that. She's if, the if goat. If she wasn't feeling right, if porn didn't have her in the right mental state She's of top five. Bro, come on. <laughs> she's top on, five. We're not doing that. I was about to, you know what I'm saying? We was going somewhere else with it. Miss Jazz, you know what you are. She know what she is. Who? Nigga. Who? She, she, like you, she, Janet she top, Jack me? Nah, she, uh, Janet Jack me up there too. So, like, who the, who the, was you going to say? big though. She top five that allowed. But who was you going to say? You said Jasmine Casimir, right? Yeah, she's top five. Top five dollar lot. Yeah, dead or yeah, I'll give her that. She's top five dollar lot. I'll give her that. Easily. I'll give her that. Easily. And she's probably one of the prettiest women. Easily. Shot town. She's probably one of the prettiest women. Shot town. I'm saying, legend. like, face wise. She's a, So she's a I ain't know about, you know what I'm saying, her mental health or whatever was not right, right when she was doing porn. So if your song inspired her to get out of porn and she's right right now, That's married what we and do. all that. We make music you know what I'm to saying? inspire like, people. That that's that's right. dope. That's a dope story too. Thank you. I appreciate that. So she porn star of the week, but shout out to her for getting her self correct. Right. Nikki put it, out a spiritual and made her get her yo, life. Yo, and right. it's life after porn Hold though. On, it's man. life after porn. Let me get some applause for that. Nah, real talk. Some some motherfucking applause for that. Porn, but you know what I'm saying. But one thing about porn though, it lives forever on the net. 
So this I can still visit that. Stick a turn back into the scumbag. <laughs> I'm saying, shout out to you and all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sis, you know. I still got it, you know what I'm saying? Because in the time of my life, you know what I'm saying? You made me a man. How I supposed to be a man, a man is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? She's say? the GOAT. I love her. So we're going to go with Jasmine Cashman. I used to call her we... Jazzy. We used to, I used to call her Jazzy. Oh, you know a person, so you see. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's love. You know what I'm saying? She's Jasmine Cashmere to me. Jazzy. So shout out wild, to Jasmine Cashmere. We shout out. Yo, shout out to. That was a dope. That was a dope. Nah, that was, that was great. That was a great story to go with it. You know what I mean? That's a fact. That was the first I got story another. Like... I got another one. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, B, because you took all the questions, nigga. Nah, he good. But that's, nah, nah, nah. That's you know my what? brother. That's that, my brother. Nah, that was fire, though. Really? You really you really handled your business. Nah, that's my brother. And I, You've you been know, holding it down. He, he, did, he, did, he did what I was hoping Drink Champs was going to do. Mm. He did what Drink Champs, I was hoping what they was going to do. They, they did me great. Pause. But he exceeded expectations. But let me get into this yeah, this new go. story. So I was doing the first Honda commercial in LA. <laughs> Yo, get the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at this nigga. That's my man. Look at this. That's but when I dude. gave you flowers just now, you you ain't even. It's been... different when it comes from a nigga that be doing something. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So, nah, you always give me my flowers. So look, I love it. Sorry. Nah, you good. You good. Second time in LA ever. This is 2009. I did mm-hmm. the Honda commercial. Whatever. I'm staying at the Roosevelt. I tell my man Ork, the other Steve, yo, I'm about to go downstairs. I gotta get some food real quick. I get in the elevator. I go downstairs, I get my food, I get back on the elevator. A nigga rush in into the elevator with three women. It was uh Ron Jeremy. Come on, you shitting on me. Ron Jeremy oh, walks into that's the gym. The big homie, bro. Right? Now I'm staying on the twelfth floor. My memory is impeccable. I'm staying on the twelfth floor. Ron Jeremy like, yo, your your ID card could get us to any floor. Could you please put us on the third floor? Yes, Mr. Jeremy. I was like, all right, I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I said. Yeah, yes, Mr. Jeremy. I said, yes, Mr. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got him to the third floor. He was like, yo, appreciate you so much. I've been trying to get into this building for the past hour. Why don't you pull up to the party? We having a, we having a hotel room party. I said, bet. I go upstairs. I tell Steve. I'm like, yo, yo, Ark. Ron Jeremy downstairs, he had three honeys with him. They was all they all looked like porn stars, fake tits, fake lips, all that. I was like, this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, go downstairs, have a good bunnies. time. Bunnies, we call those bunnies. He's like, yo, have a good time. I go back downstairs to the fifth floor. We go into the room. The nigga Ron Jeremy, it's, it's, it looked like a scene out of the Dave Chappelle show. A scene out of the Dave Chappelle <laughs> show. It's all kind of wild shit in this room going on. Freaky looking niggas, in, like the Rick... The Rick- <laughs> The Rick James yeah. and the, and the, and the odd, Prince show. Odd, yeah. So, Ron Jeremy like, oh, this is the guy that got me into the into the into the hotels. He Nikki. introduces you like that in the yes, party. Yes, yes, yes. On, on my son. So I was like, like all the freaky niggas and everything going on. He's like, hey, this is the this is the guy. So after he says that, another another I never see him after that. Another nigga pull up on me, give me a a a a, 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 a what is it, a dime bag of coke. Actually, give me three this dime bags talking. of coke. He gave me three dime bags of coke. So, I run into a nigga who knows who I am, and the bathroom door is open. So we in the bathroom, but the bathroom's door open, 
and we just chilling. We just talking, just talking shit. Wait, about what's music. going on here? Because no, no, the no, nigga no, gave no, you a no, dime bag of coke. Come on, nah, but what's bro, going on here? This is mad random. My nigga, I smoke mad weed. I don't know. This is some whole other shit. This is. He's going in the zone, bro. Three, three dime bags of coke, not just one. Three. What the fuck is happening? Let him go, bro. Because I got Ron in the party. They gave me three. We got Ron. It's Ron Jeremy party. It's cocaine. But this nigga don't do cocaine. I don't do cocaine. This for the bitches. It could be for the bitches. We don't know this, man. You fucking. Up the joint. Right, Show is a smart nigga. So we in the bathroom. This is 2009. If my wife watching, 2009, yeah, yeah. right? So back. I'm chilling in a joint with dark hair, white girl, dark hair, walk into the room. Brunette, brunette, brunette walk bunny. into the room. Which one of you guys got the code? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Fast, me. Fuck is you talking about? I was like, I got the coke, but what are you trying to do for this coke? Bronx, nigga, New York City. And, you know, we went, me and her went back and forth for like five, ten minutes about like what she was trying to do for this coke. Okay. I'm going to leave the ending up for interpretation, like Inception. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad you ain't keep going, but I respect it. She got, she eventually got the bag of coke. That's all we needed. You know what I'm saying? And then I gave the other two bags of coke to homie because I don't do drugs. I haven't done drugs since 05. You, 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 so you only used one bag of coke to do what I needed to do. And you ain't even, you're not a sin. I'm fucking, Mickey fucking facts. Listen, Mickey man. fucking facts. Y'all niggas lost me when y'all niggas start talking about cocaine And he gave the other shit. two bags to his man, not even his man, the other nigga, whoever's there. That's you, do whatever you do with the, with the, with the, with the Yoli, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? Know, and if, if we, if we have, I'm trying to say? If I ain't have to do another interview, I'd have been here. All, I have so many stories. I know, that's, uh, yo, look, Damn, man. Damn, B. I, 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 I didn't even expect you he, to, to be double booked and he, all that. Yo, he, but this nigga, you know, he he, he, I just, was bought, he just bought niggas. a home. He just bought a home, and it, you know, he doesn't he doesn't live in New York City anymore. You know what I mean? So my brother flew out here. We, yo, we, bro. We've been talking about this interview for like the past two three months. Yes. So my you know, and we had it planned for right now. So everything is on schedule. So you know, I, I understand you're not gonna be in the city for right. a long time. So. I'm definitely appreciative of your time. Thank you, brother. Coming up here to come chop it up with me and allowing me to buy you some more flowers. Shout thank you, thank shout you. Out shout out to Steve. We ain't to the Stevenson right. stories, man. I heard you used to be in. Oh, no. Shit oh, wait a second. We ain't oh, hold on. That. Yo, tech, like, see, give me a take five, tech. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Talk that shit. No, go ahead. You sound like you know some shit. Nah, because my son went to Stevenson with Remy. And 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 this nigga was he was that nigga in high school too. Like how Bams came up here and gave me my flowers. How I was that nigga in my high school. Louis D. Brandeis. Shout out to all my Brandeis niggas out there from the mm-hmm. era. Rest in peace, EJ. But my dog was actually in that era as well in the Bronx, wreaking havoc. Wreaking havoc. Who else did you go to Stevenson with? On Stevenson with a blackout, drag on, mm-hmm. and Remy. Those are the three. Those are three notable people that came from that school and my class. My man went to that high school with y'all too. My right. man Jay, he used to say he used to see y'all niggas in the auditorium, lunchroom going in and cutting school. I used to go at it, bro. Remy was, listen, Remy was Legit. like, I heard she, she was, was a monster in school. She was a monster. She was a monster. She was a monster in school. And, you know, um, when I was when I was coming up in the game, she was already, she was already solidified. You know what I mean, and I, I I said some. I want to apologize publicly to her. Hopefully, she, hopefully she sees this. What Smoke said was true. Like I was a cocky nigga back then, and I said some things 
you know what I'm saying, about her, you know, that I was I was writing for her. And I didn't write for Remy Ma. Like, I want that to be known right here. I did not write anything for Remy Ma. But I was saying that because niggas was, she was so nice. It was like me, her, and Blackout. We were the three top nice niggas mm-hmm. in school. Because Drag graduated in 9-6. So niggas was saying I was writing for her. Now, we had a writing session. One time in English class. You know what I'm saying? And when we was in this English class, you know, I might have gave her a line or two or three. She wasn't on at the time. This so, is Remy Martin. This is mm-hmm. Remy Martin. Ma- yes, yes. Remy no, I'm Ma- talking about at the time. Yeah, Remy, Remy Martin. Martin. Time, she was yeah. Remy, Remy Martin, Martin yeah. at the time. Yeah. So like, but it wasn't like I wrote a full verse. I never wrote anything for her past. I never wrote anything for her. like when when I feel like if if me and Sto- Smoke is in the studio, you fed me lines before, right? And he's fed me lines before. So like. I don't consider that writing, but it's a collab. I, it's a it's it's a collaborative art, and there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion, a line or two, and that's what happened in that instance. But because I was cocky and I was feeling myself at that time, I over embellished that with Remy Ma. So, Remy, Castle Hill Queen, I apologize publicly because I did this on 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 uh, Street Sweepers Radio. Mm. Along, this was on This Is 50 and all that. And she was locked up. So I can only imagine what she was feeling seeing that. I want to apologize. Because that was my literal sister at that time. Like we was, I would see, whenever she came to school, I was happy to see her. She's one of the best MCs at that time and still now, female MCs, period. And she was a monster. <laughs> she was a monster in school. Whenever she pulled up, people was just excited because it felt like that. 90s flow rap was her. That was her. So, you know, I want to apologize for the fourth or fifth time. You know, I was out of pocket. I was wrong. You know, I hope she sees this and I hope she accepts my apology. Um, Much love to her and, and her marriage and her children. It's a lot of love for Remy. It's always been a lot of love, but I got, I got, I was... I was very full of myself in 08, 09, 2010. And because, like what Smoke said, I was shitted on for so many years. So many niggas overlooked me. When I finally got that chance to like talk my shit, I I got out of pocket. I got out of hand all the time. Like in all kinds of situations and scenarios. I did that shit. I did that shit one time where Ye was in the in the crowd for Cuddy and the cool kids was there and and Steve Smoke, no, Steve Saint, and like Nakim jumped on stage while I was performing. And I stopped the song, like, everybody get off the effing stage. I'm the star. I'm the star. Y'all get off stage. It's you me. You did that? Yeah, I did that. Kanye before Kanye. I did that. And Ye was in the crowd when that happened. <laughs> yeah, he was having a meltdown that day. I don't want to say it's a meltdown. I almost fell off the stage and I was like, I'm the artist. Like at that time, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, let's be clear, I was wrong for doing that. That way. But I almost fell off the stage but and I'm like, right. y'all niggas is the AR manager. Don't be on stage. Like and 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 I took it to a level that I shouldn't have taken it to. But at that time, that was the mindset that I was in. Cause it was like, I'm finally here. Let me enjoy this. Because for a long time, people shitted on me. 
for a long time. Even though I'm killing niggas in the streets, smoke, niggas wanted to battle, smoke called me. Yo, Mick, pull up, because I'm not doing it. You do it. And I would kill a nigga. That's a fact. Without a, without, without a, a second thought. So what if I got work in the morning? I'm pulling up. Pulling up. Hmm. And smoke was the catalyst for that. So as, mu- as much as he gives me my flowers, and I'm always a gr- appreciative, because we did this on Clubhouse as well, Smoke was really my first rapper friend. I, lo- I love this nigga. Man, this is my first so rapper friend. Like num because numbers left. He he didn't go in another room and no, that nigga left. You know how numbers do. Him <laughs> <laughs> and same his brothers, yeah, they looked at their watches, it's time to go. Smoke stayed and me and Smoke built a rapport over the course of twenty years. Twenty. To the point where I was mad I wasn't on color of money. I sent some shots Max. at these niggas. Yeah, nigga dissed me. Because I, I, I looked at this man like, if you do it, I need to be on it too. Mm-hmm. That's Until I matured. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I, I was wrong for that too. I was wrong to shoot at my brother, but I didn't understand the business. So I was like, you know what? I was wrong for that. I apologized to him after that. You did. And then I spun the block and was like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Let's do the rush. That's a fact. That was the first record that got me on Not Right. That was the first. It, it circles back to that story. When I'm going to be on Not Right? When Mickey <laughs> put you on Not Right. Yeah. Nigga did put me on Not Right. We need an updated smoke. Mickey and, and Mickey Steve. Facts. Mickey and Steve put me on Not Right. Right. You know, and I said, bet, you on Not Right? Let's do this record with the ultimate with Corey Gunn's currency. Come down to the, 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 that was Steve. Come down to the Ninja Factory. All of that. That's my brother. So it's like, yo, man, it's, we have millions of stories, <laughs> millions where he I, he would come over to the crib and think we chilling, and I make the nigga rap in front of three other niggas. Facts. <laughs> and he would say, and "Yo, was filming it." Yeah, and he would be like, "Jack, this is what, this is what you brought me over here for, yeah, Jack, nigga, for real." Yeah, right. But one of the niggas that I rapped for was Dutch. Dutch, Dutch is a that nigga was the that first I known thing, over 22. That was the I mean? so, first time you met Dutch. Facts. You introduced me to Dutch, and look at Dutch now. Managing crit. He was staying at my crib. And he was staying at my too. Right. <laughs> so we Both fucking, my cribs. So yeah, so we figured it out. Crazy, we figured, we figured out for and, our friends. And, 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 that's, and, and to me, you know, it's a disservice that the XXL didn't put you on the cover. It's a disservice Somebody said because that. look, look where you are now. But guess what? They didn't put Drake on that cover either. Mm-hmm. They or didn't, Nikki or Nikki, and look where you are now. You know, you you one of the greats. We we revere you the same the same way. You know, I, I give everybody else their flowers. Nigga, you one of the best out here, man. And 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 and, it, and us running in the streets in Harlem is the same thing as us running in the hallways in school, my nigga. Mm-hmm. When niggas say, who you went to school with? I went to school with these niggas. But who was you in the streets with? I was in the streets with this nigga. Mm-hmm. Literally was in the streets with this nigga right here. Right here. This one. And I'm just happy that you're, you're in a place where you are now. I'm happy that niggas is revering you and, and, and showing you your love. You know what I'm saying? I hit you on the side like, yo, you you doing some shit. You channeling this nigga. You channeling big. You know, I'm very proud of you. Very, very, very proud of you. I'm proud of anybody that came from where we came from. Nim. I'm so proud of Nim. Owning up to who he is. Nim was in the studio when I did my first song as Mickey Fax. Mm, talk about, when I did Mickey brother. James. Shout he was in the Nim. studio and he was like, this is incredible. 
He was there in White Bone House. Crazy. You know, so it's a lot of love for you, brother. Thank you for having me up here because when I was seeing your show, I was like, man, all these niggas is up here. I'm in Atlanta now. I just, I got off the plane at one o'clock. You was here at three. I was here at three, three thirty. I was trying to get at two. That's how bad I wanted to be here. <laughs> but because... Yo, this is, this was a show though, boy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me My here. Nigga. Yo, Mick. What? Only 20, thing. 20 more, baby. 20 more. Only thing, I'm a request. There's a, I need my picture up here. Nah, you know what? I, I got need, a, I got a picture that yes, I, do. I got a picture of us on no, stage when we did the rush. I that need. I got that. a new group of pictures that's coming with some plaques. That's a fact. Because I'm looking and, and around. You are on the no, you're on no, the wall. You're on the wall, bro. I gotta be on this wall, man. I got, I got a good picture. Of I us only from the only nigga I see fight. here that was here from the wall that was here with us is Shipes. Numbers up there. Numbers, Shipes, and numbers. I need to be and your pops. Yeah. I need yeah. to be on the wall. There's nah, a, you got to be on the wall. Yeah, Nem, Nem and Mook up there. Nem, Nem and Mook too. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Brown and Quaz uh-huh. and, and Saint yeah, need to be yeah, on the wall yeah, too. Nah, nah, nah. We right. need we to got, be on the wall, look, bro. Look, 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 man. I already is. You, it's already on the next wave. Okay, cool. I'm just, I, I'm just saying it. Wave in the other room. I, I'm still doing my room. You feel okay, me? Okay, nah, 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 nah. I'm. It's still, it's still coming about. But yes, I would yes, love to see me and my brothers on the on the room because we. We love you. You you know more than any everybody on this room loves you. They love you, but we really, really love you. You know what I mean? We really, really love you, and we should be on the wall. I want to be able to walk in <laughs> and see my. I want to. I'm looking around. Like, right, that's Curtis. Where's it's Chris? Ross? Ross? Where? I right, Kendrick. One last time. Nip. God bless the dead. Nick. Big. You ever met Big? <laughs> Prodigy, RP Prodigy, that nigga right there. Ray Rock, Nas. I'm I'm seeing everybody on the wall. Stone Hulk Cold. Hogan, Hulk Hogan like this. Rick Flair, Don't Rick Flair. Where's where is GFC on the wall? Nah, GFC got a special place on the wall. I ain't even it's on the it's wall in my next man. wave. You want to, yo, dogs? That's it. You know, Relax, and, and you notice. I'm probably the only nigga aside from GFC is gonna be able to talk to him like this. That's nah, Steve, Steve, Steve already, you know Steve. He's he came up here. Steve helped me put the place together. Did he do the episode? Nah, yeah, Steve don't want to be on camera, but Saint and Quasi will come up here. Yes, and Steve will be behind the camera like Parks, and he'll just we'll just hear his voice. That's how it should be, yeah. and, and I think don't. Those are the only three that I'm gonna be able to talk to him like. <laughs> Mook, Mook was cool up here. They was reminiscing, but you see how we interact. He barking on me about the Joe mm-hmm, shit, and I'm mm-hmm, barking on him. Mm-hmm. But he he know, he know I love him so so much. I love you too, bro. I love you too. Spawn pay rest of the seven. When you called the house, it's the spawn pay rest of this. <laughs> No one's here to answer your call at the time. Please leave a message. <laughs> and he would call me. Oh, and he would call me. The and he would call me. You reach Mickey Fact. No, you reach Mark Williams at the at Minson Fraud. Minson Fraud. Leave a message. The same thing. From then. That's how we. That's how far we go back. House phone error, man. House phone error. Hold on, my, hold on. My mom's got to use the phone error. Yeah, that's the error we come from. So, I'm 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 blessed to have been up here for this. Thank you. 
Thank you, bro. Thank you. I, brother, I love you. I look, love you too. Look, man, before we leave, I always, you know, when I don't have a guest, I leave the gems. When I have a gem in front of me, it's only right that the gem leaves the gem. What is a gem for anybody out there chasing their dream? Yo, man, I'm going to be doing some shit. It's exclusive. I'm going to be doing some shit with LL Cool J on August 11th. Some wild shit. And it's a spin the block moment. That same show at SOB's, LL Cool J is in the McDonald's across the street. I walk in, I said, oh, LL, what up, what up? My name is Vicky Fat. He's like, I know who you are. What's up? I said, yo, man, you're LL. I need some advice with like anything. I don't, I don't, I just need some advice. He said, all right, I got you. I got you. He ordered like, I forgot what he ordered and I have a good memory. He said, yo, I want to leave you with this. Don't make decisions from your mind or from your heart. Make decisions from your gut and your inner core. And I was like, all right, but what, what you mean? This is still cocky, Mickey. He was like, if you make my, if you make decisions from your mind, that means you're thinking about the decision you're about to make. And if shit go wrong, you're going to think about it for the rest of your life. If you make decisions from your heart, you're going to be emotional about it if it goes wrong. And you're going to feel that emotion for the rest of your life. If you make decisions from your gut and your core and from who you are as a person, no matter if it goes wrong, you will accept it because it came from who you are. Mm. And I went on that stage and made a woman strip naked. Ladies and gentlemen, the great, ladies and gentlemen, the great Mickey motherfucking facts. Speaking That's my nigga. The legend. Oh, chip. Hey, yo, John Cena. I call you John Cena because you got the John Cena jorts on right now. Talk to me, baby. Say that stupid shit you say. Curls for the girls, ways for the beige, nice for the hood rats. Show Broadway ho. Personal party podcast. Mickey Facts. Smoke this. Chip. Oh, my God. He ends it with the wackest ad lip. He starts it with the wackest ad lip, too. Mickey Facts, baby. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Lowe's knows how to get your lawn ready for spring. And right now, you can get up to $20 off select Scott's Triple Action Fertilizer. Plus, get a Cobalt 40-volt 15-inch string trimmer or leaf blower. Your choice, $149, only at Lowe's. Get set for spring. Visit us in-store or online today. Because Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 3 9 through 322. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.